Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Explore today's must-have trends and innovative styles at Mrs. B's Clearance and Outlet. Shop one-of-a-kind finds in today's must-have trends. Explore wall-to-wall deals, furniture, flooring, mattresses, home accents, seasonal favorites, and more. Discover unique new home decor, pillows, accessories, and more. There's something perfect for your style and budget. There's new inventory every day at up to 80% off suggested retail. Discover the style and savings of Mrs. B's Clearance and Outlet. Oh, we're in for a long one. A long weekend, that is. And you deserve to spend it on the couch with a glass of something good. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered quickly. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Grunge became a noun... It seemed a way to pigeonhole a bunch of bands. Along the way, somebody decided to call it grunge. What is grunge? Does it involve a flannel shirt? Heyo! Welcome to The Grunge, the podcast exploring sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I am Joseph Rose. And I'm your occasional co-host, Jeremy Wood. Jerry. Jerry. Jerry's back, everybody. I'm here. Guys, Jerry's back. <laughs> Jerry lives. <laughs> one day separated from... This is uh, part three. Part, Jerry lives. Part three. Yeah, I got... It was amazing, the outpouring of support. Yeah? For, uh, uh, from everybody but my co-host. Who was pouring out? Well, you had uh, Pete the Postman. Uh, oh, yeah, Pete down in Australia. There? John Mesh, Kevin, Prince of Darkness. Yeah? Yeah. Everybody of, hitting you up. Everybody hit me up. I took, I didn't take, I took a picture on Instagram of myself in the ER, but I didn't do it as a thirst picture. I thought it was funny. You that, did? No, dude. I didn't know that, like, we need a, the, the, the guy said, you need a mask. And we just grabbed, we just grabbed the first one. You didn't have one? I didn't have one on me. I was. <laughs> you just went to the hospital with no mask. No, I had a mask oh. I brought with me. And then I put it on and it was like this vivid picture of a well, cat. Well, all right. All right. Shot. Let's not even. Uh, Are we? Is this? What is shit, this? Let's not jump ahead. Is this a free? Is this a uh, free Welcome one? to the show. What is this? Everyone. If you've been following. Lo- fl- fl- <laughs> Flowing. If you've been. Oh, Jesus shit. Christ, Jerry. It's like you forgot how to even do the show. Oh, no. Can you get rid of that phone? Throw it far oh, away. Oh, Conan Bryan has Ron Regan on. That's what that was telling me. Well, that's great. That that's that one of our competitors. Let's throw that thing away. The Conan O'Brien show. <laughs> uh, guys, if you've been along for the journey here recently, you may know that on a most recent episode, 
There was no Jerry. Nowhere to be found. The man just couldn't show up for work. And this is his first appearance back. And I suppose, obviously, that's where we should begin. I had one day off. So, Jerry, I will uh, turn over the microphone to you. I don't know what we're doing here. I mean, I, I, you, you, we're telling the tale of why the fuck you weren't oh, here oh, for a podcast. Oh, okay. It's Captain Obvious. Uh, let's talk well, you, about that. I come in, I come in, and you're like, "There's a really good Mother Love Bone album," you know. And I thought, like, "Okay, yeah. we're doing Mother Love Bone," <laughs> and I didn't no, know. It. Jerry, we are not. I was just listening to some Love Bone. Oh, okay. Uh, so, oh, this so is... we're going back. What day was that last day you were at work? Wednesday? Uh, no, Tuesday. I had work Tuesday the seventh. No, Tuesday the sixth. Well, we don't care about the date. You, well, okay. you had work. Tuesday. You I had, had a good day at work. I had gone from, I work, my shift is 12, 312-hour days and one 10-hour day. Well, and I get three days now, off. I'm just, gonna, just I'm just focus. Doing, I'm, I'm going to focus. I'm going to tell you how my, my, what the schedule is and why okay. this happened. Why is that pertinent? Because I, work, I worked a 12-hour day. And right. the 12-hour day, I, it was so busy that I had forgotten to eat, really. And I had like a Diet Coke. Yep. And that was it, you know? So until until what time? Till uh ten till till nine thirty when I called you, right? Uh, to pick to get to get wings or something to get foods. You headed where? You went from work. To I went where? from work to Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay, that, that's in, what I, in, I think. In, that's what I reported on the episode without. Jim. I have no idea what that what how that was. Yeah, I'm sure, it was uh, somber. And, you worked and a day. You had a good work day. I had a good long. It was a successful day. Right. It was a Corolla, a Camry, an Audi, and a Kia. Selling Very a bunch of cars. Interesting stuff. So it was, it was like rapid fire. Like there was no, um, there's no rest, you know? About mm-hmm. 28,000 steps that day. Look it at was, you. Yeah, which was something. I was very proud of myself, but you have to be hydrated. You have to right. eat something or drink something. So I didn't eat or drink anything. I had a Diet Coke. And then you made your way to and Buffalo, Wild, Buffalo Wings. Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. Home of the two for two. So it was a two for Tuesdays. So you get uh, buy one five wing and you get another five wing. And me, me and my wife like that fifth, that second option. So I leave her wings in the morning and I have wings. Ugh. So I, <laughs> but in that, not eating <laughs> all, you don't like, you don't like wings? Just, just, I nearly threw up when you just described that, but you, go ahead. You don't like, you don't like, you don't like Buffalo Wings? I mean, I don't, I don't eat Buffalo Wings, but just, even if I did, the idea that I don't know somebody's then going to come eat the old ones in the morning and they don't eat them in the morning. No, no. But she likes, you know, they're not. No, it's not brute wings for breakfast. I, Who you does just that? Literally said she likes them in the morning. Uh, I guess I'm sorry. I'm I'm out of it. I listen, <laughs> and I'll tell you why in a minute. So okay. I had gone, I had gone to Buffalo Wild Wings while waiting. I called you. Yes. And I was just, I was sitting there and I was watching uh, basketball. And at this point, I was like, I'll have one of their beers. And I took one of their shots of Jameson. And I was like, okay. That's fine. You know, the end of a great day, do a shot in a beer. Now, that's pretty pedestrian for me. I don't do it every day, but when I do do that, I, I, you know, when I have a good day, that seems to be the way to cap it off. Being as a, being as marijuana is not legal to smoke in, in, in bars and whatnot, that's the way to go. Right. Oh, Jesus. Remind oh. me. Yeah, please, get your gummy and your marijuana. But so, I had done that. Now, that's not the best thing to do on an empty stomach, and that's why I, I, le- I left it at one, at one and one. I'm like, I'm not going to go ballistic. You had a beer and a shot. Beer and a shot of whiskey. All right, okay. that's it. Okay, but then having being on an empty stomach, I was like, okay, cool. Well, that, I got home, and immediately, zang, okay. But then I had two more beers, and I did one mm. more shot, mm-hmm. and then I went to bed. Now, this, this so was where the— had- So, I essentially, I had— Four beers? You want to say 36 and ounces? two shots. 36 ounces— of of Michelob Ultra, which is the worst way to die, and I had and I had two shots of Jameson. I don't know what that is in a liquid form. I couldn't tell you. It was now very, hold very on. Small. Let me let me. Oh, uh, thank you. Go let ahead. Me, let me get now, some you, small details as you as you go along. Please. Uh, okay, you went to Buffalo Wild Wings. You got your wings. 
you had a one beer, one shot, correct? Then you went home and had three more beers and two, a shot. Two more beers. Two more beers and a shot. A shot. Now, at the, and, and I went downstairs. To now, set the scene a little bit. You go home, and what's the deal? Are you by yourself at home? Is I'm the by family up? Everyone's asleep. You're by yourself. You know, so everyone's asleep. So I go and I, I watch. Uh, and, and you know, this was a, there was all this thing on CNN. I was curious as what the news was. Then, sure. uh, then I, I I tried to play Madden. I haven't played Madden in years. Yeah. So I tried to play Madden. Then roughly got smoked by some like five year old. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I fucked this. At that point, though, I was like, all right, I'm tired. I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling a little one way or the other. I didn't eat the. Uh, I didn't eat the wings, you know. I went to bed. You didn't even eat your wings. Didn't even eat my wings. The wings went away, you know. Prioritize so that booze. He what? Yeah. At that point, I was like, oh, yeah, that's enough. And uh, so I went to bed, and I woke up. Went to bed. You know, it was you know pretty pretty uneventful. Go to bed. Wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Go to go to go to urinate. Piss. And all of a sudden, like shit goes weird at five o'clock. At five o'clock in the morning, where I usually do get up at five five thirty. Okay. And then I get up. And dude, I'm like, I don't even know what happened, but all of a sudden, like, my hand is in the just used toilet. Like, my hands in a. Walk. You fell in your pee. <laughs> I, I put my whole hand in this in this bucket of in this toilet full of piss, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? I wasn't panicked, but I knew I had to wash my hands. Like, I had to get up. That'd be like, good. But uh, but meanwhile, everything's going fucking haywire. Like, I can't see. I'm going in and out, but I gotta wash my hands. It's funny how the mind works, you know. Like, I know. Hold on. He's got to hit the weed for a sec, guys. Give him a break. So I know, like, whatever's going to happen, whatever's going to happen now, I can't have a piss-covered hand, you know? So I get through the, maybe I can get through it. So I wash my hands, and it it occurred to me to to, to splash water on my face, but then the (laughs) piss is covered in my hand. It's soapy water or just piss, and I didn't know where I was at. Immediately, I don't know what happened after that. I fell. Fell out of the bathroom, apparently. No, it did. My wife woke up. Thank God my child didn't. Oh, how embarrassing that would be. Uh, for and Plus, that's not something you want to see your father doing. It, that, that's the dark turn. We won't even talk about that aspect of it all. Oh, but we that, will. But uh, it is on. awful. It's awful. And it, again, we'll go, we'll, we'll go over lessons learned throughout at the end of this, you know? <laughs> sure. Um, so I wake up in the middle of the thing, you know? <laughs> I wake up in the hallway. Oddly enough, I missed every sharp object in the hallway. So there we go. By uh, your, our Christian God, I was able to fall and not hurt myself. Or you're satanic, whatever. So we, I, I get uh, my wife comes out. I, I next thing I wait, I know I'm on all fours in my underwear in the middle of a hallway. This is, you know, I wish it was cooler than that. I wish and I was wearing it's pajamas. Now five fifteen a.m. Five 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 oh seven. You know, okay. and, and meanwhile, and five oh seven, and and she's like, whoa, what the fuck, you know? And like I'm like, oh, and I'm, I don't know what's going on. I says water, <laughs> like water. You know, I just needed water at that time. And then then I get the. I, meanwhile, she's downstairs. I'm in sweats. I'm cold sweats. I'm di- I'm dying. I can't breathe, but I do try to chug the water down. Like I know I'm keenly aware of what's going on around me. Like I just need the water. I know I'm dehydrated. Yeah, but it didn't work. Like I was it just didn't work. like, dude. I was pouring sweat, and I uh, and I remember it occurred to me midway through all this that D.L. Hughley. I don't know what I was like. D.L. Hughley passed out on stage, and then I got like, and I was like, oh, it's COVID. <laughs> oh my <laughs> you know? god! But D.L. Hughley was for some reason in the middle of all this was D.L. Hughley. And then I um, and I get in, and I'm like I couldn't breathe. And so I, I gotta call an ambulance. And I say like, you know. And she's like, "What?" I'm like, "You call them." And my wife calls, 
But it was funny, like an ambulance. An ambulance. I needed. I needed something. I don't know. I felt like I, I couldn't breathe. I like. I, I finally had reached the end. Like I. I would it have been faster for your wife to just drive you to the hospital? No, no, huh? no, no. Well, we have the kid right. and all that too. Mm. So it, it's one of those things. I don't want to shove her in there. Then sure, they would all sure, be there. Sure. I mean, you got to be aware of that, even yeah. in the throes of death. Which I was not. I was just I neither here nor there. We'll talk about that. So it, we, I, uh, I make my way downstairs. Somehow I, uh, somehow I'm dressed and I'm in flannel pajamas and a t-shirt. And so like my white t-shirt, which I always wear on this beautiful stuff, good, good fitting yes. shirt. And then, uh, you know, my, I look over at my wife's phone like in all this haze, and there's a timer. My wife's an accountant. You know what I mean? So like in the middle of She's all this, timing she you? timed the ambulance. I was like, well, uh, who why? thought of that? I don't know. It's just weird. It was one of those things I noticed. Hmm. And, and, but what we, does she do I, with the information? Like, I don't know. I, I stopped the timer. I was like, oh. we can't do that to them. And then they come in and then it takes, a, it takes about, okay, no, looking at the clock, two minutes and 45 seconds, which is fucking great. They got there? Yeah, dude. Oh, no real shit. fast. That's fast. You know? So the first person who comes in, super customer service representative, really friendly. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> I'm not... I'm not doing, you know, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm gibberish. I can't feel anything. And then she's like, okay. And then some other dude comes in and he is frock. He has a blue frock, a mask. And she's like, and he's like, he needs a mask. And I, I was given a mask. I put this mask on and I don't know what I look like. I just, I'm just putting a mask on. They're going through the whole thing. And they're telling me like this and that. And they're like, okay, this you know, you have all the symptoms of COVID-19. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, there it is. I thought I was Bruce Willis. I thought I was unbreakable, you know? Mm. I can go on and on for this. Well, no, you didn't hear So they get me in. So another two people come in for some reason. Like a second ambulance showed up. It's like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? And they're talking. They're talking to each other and, uh, you know, whatever. And the other, the other guy's doing all the fucking work. Yeah. So they're in the middle of my house. My wife doesn't know what's going on. She's a little bit hysterical. And But these guys are just enjoying this. Oh, it's a long night. Yeah. You know, the other two. So as to help you, uh, they then get you to the hospital. They then put me on a gurney, which is the first time I've ever been yeah. on one. Yeah. Which I didn't like. No, I had to. I walked myself to the ambulance. He's like, "Don't move too fast." I'm like, okay. I had enough wherewithal to put on some good slippers. I put on some good slippers. So they walk me to the ambulance, and I get to sit inside of it. And they're doing the IV, and he's like, "What are you trying to get my mind off? I'm going in and out." And he's like, "What do you do for a living?" I mean, I'm in car sales. Oh yeah. What do you say? You know, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. Trying to just keep you awake. They're trying to keep me awake. Oh yeah, my friend has a Ford Escape. He's trying to treat, and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> like yeah. Toyotas are good cars, and da 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 da. They start talking to me about like this shit I hear all the fucking time. Yeah. And I don't want my last conversation to be like, I don't know what your trade in value is going to be. Yeah. I don't know what it is. They, but it's really, if anyone's written in, no, Jerry, we're getting lost in the minutia. I know, here. I know, I know. Let, let's, we'll get to that point. But if anyone who's ever oh, ridden in the back of an ambulance, there is something to that. Like, all of a sudden, I realized, like, this is fucking alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, no. It's finally all caught up to me. I yeah. get in there. We get into the ER. They pull me off the thing. All this neat little stuff I've never... They push me, they push me first in. I'm, I'm in there first. And all of them are looking at me, and two of them are, like, laughing a little bit. <laughs> and, like, two of the people in the back, and, I, and I'm finally getting... I'm wearing a fucking full-on real cat mask. Like, my, it's a cat licking its lips. And it's really like well made, but it's me like it's these big black eyes, and just this fun little mask cat on my face. face, a cat face. And I was like, mm. "This is it!" Like every little thing I'm talking to you about could have been the last thing ever. Yeah. Like Toyota's a good car. Dead. Yeah. I need water. Dead. You're timing the ambulance. Dead. I, like all the time I'm thinking like I could have died all the way through this shit. And the if what if the last thing I said is the Ford Escape is a good car? Yeah. 
Or what if I got? What if I just died immediately of some of my cat mask? I would. I'm sure I have a nickname already. I'm there, and I didn't know I was wearing it. Yeah. They get in after that, do all this shit, then they keep me there. Put four bags of fluid in me, and um, four bags. It took that much to get me back there. Fuck, dude. Back to, <laughs> to back to back to get me back to a, a reasonable heart rate, you know. And then they kept me overnight. They, they 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 examined me. They they tested me for the covids, of which again I'm negative. And it all came back to, and I called you midway through. Said, you need to go. You need Joseph's like you have to leave. <laughs> we have a podcast tonight. Yeah, and by I mean, the way, if fucking podcast. I don't know when this is going to be released. There's, I'm not on the next one. So it, it, no, it is the last it is. one. The last one. Okay, so this is going to be on after. Yeah. Is it directly after, or is it just like the week after? I don't know, Jerry. I don't know I how mean, this works. I don't know how this shit works. It's yeah, your the world. one with Andy came out, and then now this one's coming. Now out. this one, Andy, I'm sure did a great job. I'm, he did. I'm proud and happy that he's uh, the new it's host. the best episode we ever the had. New the, the, the new host of the new host of the Grunge. I'm, I'm into this. If this is my swan song, thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, Jerry. It, it was cool. It's been real. Don't be a square. So they had me there. Uh, they had me there. They kept me, and they kept me there at all 3 o'clock in the morning and said, that's it. You're done. All right, Jerry, you did a great job. The only thing they came up was, you know, drink. Drink more fluids. Uh, don't. And, I, and uh, with the, the long and the short. Oh, man, I shouldn't have gone high. The long and the short of this is really just smoke weed. Because I don't think I'm going to be back on alcohol for a very, I mean, I've very, been trying to tell everyone that <laughs> well, since the beginning of this fucking podcast. Well, for everyone, you, you don't like alcohol. I, I understand that. You've dealt with some real rough people on that. But it's, it was a pedestrian-ass night. I just think, finally, my body just gave out. Like, it was over. Let that, me ask you a question, Jerry. It's done. So, yeah, thank you for all your well wishes. I'm, first of all, I'm glad you're alive. Thank you. I'm glad you're back. I'm thank glad you. you survived this mishap. I appreciate you. I uh, certainly don't want anything serious to happen to you. Uh, a little shit can get fucked up because that's funny. But yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. anything bad to happen to you. No, no, no. You that, I hear you. And that's now, why I called you. Now, uh, do you think it would make sense uh, or or would be a, a logical, reasonable thought for a person to have to say that the man, a man, any average man out there living a life like like your life, after a pretty good day at work, but yet a long day at work, mm-hmm. and you don't love your job. You've no. been over that. You don't love your job. It is a taxing thing mentally and emotionally, whatever. Yeah, it's stressful. And at the end of a long day like that, obviously, you just want to be done with it. You want to put it behind you. You want to find some solace, you know, a better place in your life. Does it say anything that the destination of choice at the end of that day, is alone to the bar or whatever the source of alcohol. Um, I want to. No, I'll let you finish. That. I just, I just wonder if there's anything we could infer. No, you can, and, and yeah, I, I hear, I know where you're going with it. I dig it. I just wonder why wouldn't I just go home and be happy, right, and and share my day? But there's no one up. Also, no. is there for wings? You know, yeah. I don't know. And again, it's not as bad. Before, like a year or two ago, yeah, I would go to the bar all the time. <laughs> After the at the end of the well, day, COVID. Well, yeah, it's COVID. <laughs> I mean, and, and they shut down the bar, and they shut down the bar. Like, yeah, but it, it, I understand what you're saying, but no one was up. And to me, there, I, I don't know. I find it neat. Like we talked about it. I like going. I like going places myself. I think it's neat to sure. Do, like we talked about movies. I've been to lots of movie by, movies Same. by myself because I like the idea of being around people, expecting things. Like, well, I like to. I like to focus on the thing. I like, That's why I go. I like to be alone. You know? I don't look at the thing more than I look at what other people are doing, and like I feel mm. like I'm some sort of like <laughs> uh, 
uh, like I'm, I'm observing it, you know, and that feels good. And, and but when you're by yourself at a bar, there's less of a chance of shit going weird. And it's not a bar per se; it's like a Bennigan's or like a TGI Fridays, like a yeah, yeah. But but a I restaurant think, bar. But I do like going out by myself because I think it's. I don't go out. I never. I never go out to do that explicitly though. Like like every once in a while, like I'll pass by a movie theater and it's like it, it's like okay, I'll just do that now. Like mm-hmm. I never go out and be like I'm gonna watch a movie. I'm gonna go drink by myself. No one does that. You shouldn't. Now I'll never do it the fuck again. Well, oh well, God, Jerry, no. let's let's say it out loud here. What what are you? What are your current plans for you and alcohol? I think I I think I had a great run, man, all the way from 15 till now, and it, it might be it might be and when I when it was all going through, do, do I have a problem? And um and maybe you know I mean like if is it do I have to have it to be social? When I first started this podcast, I would randomly bring beers, you know, yeah. and it would just to be social because I didn't know you, and, and I don't, and I don't. When know we the hung out matter. just casually out at our friend's house and anything like that, I never saw you not drinking. It was a Pavlo, it was Pavlovian. I wouldn't say again. I'm not willing to admit alcoholism, but I will admit that it, that it, that it was a. I'm just not going to. <laughs> Because <laughs> I know a lot, of people. I, gotta, just I know, can't say the word. I know a lot, no matter more, how true it is. I know a lot more people are way worse than me. Oh, and, and, I see. <laughs> yeah, so and, and it's it's the it's the majority, mm. but the um, yeah, it just I think I, I think it was just time, you know, time over time things get things get hazy, man, and you, and you become and it was so. Perhaps it's time to admit that I'm not. You're powerless, Jerry. At this point, at this point, my body just said no, and yeah. I think I have to listen to that. No, yeah. because I do have a child. But to be clear. Definitely not alcoholic. No, it was alcohol. No, it was definitely not alcoholic. alcoholic. Oh, Jesus. Everyone's an alcoholic to you. No, no, I'm asking you. I'm just saying. You're definitely not, you would say. It's definitely not an issue. Functioning. I would say functioning. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I, would yes. say, I would say functioning. Yeah. Stephen King was a functioning alcoholic. You know, I mean, things, <laughs> I, I just, you know, you, those words, something I wanted to face with you, a man I've just just started talking to. I mean, it's been a while now, Jerry. We, <laughs> we talk more than anyone else in your life. I mean, let's be honest. I know. I do talk to you a lot. I, well, you're the only person I voluntarily – well, no, I, my wife and my kid, but like yes. voluntarily. Like, again, why I go to bars by myself or why I do things by myself is because all I do is fucking talk, 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 talk. Yeah. Talking at work, talk, talk at home, talk, talk. When it's by yourself and sometimes just being away from everybody else is the way to go. Even letting other people talk. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, functioning definitely yeah. If you think about it, with all this happening, I, yeah, that that says it all. They, I, and I, I think, well, my, wa- I think deal, my wife, I think my wife would agree. Like a uh, functioning alcohol, I think you shouldn't drink. Oh yeah, I got stop. I now. think uh, there's plenty of fun to be had with sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, even on the pandemic, I didn't drink. Yeah. And I was vastly more entertaining. Yeah, and so playfully, me when I say drugs, I mean weed. Yeah, you don't mean uh, cocaine. Serious me means alcohol is drugs and weed isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, we know. I just think you shouldn't drink. I just think you shouldn't. Well, I think it, you're better I, without it. I think you're safer without it. Yeah. I think you're going to feel better without it, and uh, you're not going to have these fucking well, ridiculous mishaps. It's funny you hear it. Like that people, scare your family to death and worry your friends and fuck me over with the podcast. I didn't fuck you over. I had a medical emergency. You know? Well, <laughs> listen. I <laughs> what? A grown man don't know how to drink right. Oh yeah, it's he fucked, fucking uh, that's you know. Up. I he know needed how to, drink. to go see have a nurse I'll, to give I'll, him I'll some fucking you sippy cup. Shot. Fucking nurse got to give him a sippy cup it full of Pedialyte to wake him back up. There was a Pedialyte in a toilet full of pee. It was bag. That they missed, the middle of the night. They missed the fucking vein, dude. It was a bloody mess. Well, that's and it. That's the good. That's what God <laughs> is punishing you. All right, <laughs> it was a bloody mess. Our first message tonight is from Taylor Stuber. 
What? She writes in, listening to your 2020 recap and seeing how much you guys are into funk and funky music in general, I'm even more surprised than I was before that not a single Red Hot Chili Peppers song has made its way into the discussion yet. To me, although the style of music was very different than different, the band always went hand in hand with 90s music to me and is one of my favorites. I We have not had the Chili Peppers really, right? I don't think so. We should. We've not done one of their albums. I don't, I'm baffled as to what we're doing here now. Okay, yes. Uh, yeah, we should do the Chili Peppers. I know for sure Wait, we did that one. the Chili Peppers are going to come up. They have to. They're going to come up because there's records. Didn't we do Under the Bridge? I mean, did we, think, no. did we miss that? No, we didn't do Mother's Milk. Oh, wow. Um, Blood we, Sugar Sex Magic we didn't do either. We didn't do Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Oh. No. No, we didn't. Wow. At one point, it came up in a discussion. I think it was on a poll. Yeah. And, and people voted against it or something. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was the case. Because I would find it hard to believe that both of us would have missed the, the chili pepper. Yeah, I mean, it was talked about. Um, I, would, I would hate for a And I don't, like, while I like some of the stuff on some of those albums, I didn't love any of them, so I wasn't, like, chomping at the bit well, at the time to push I, one in. I like Blood, blood Sugar Sex Magic. I it, like it, some it, shit. Super, I like some shit for funky, sure. Man. Um, but as an album, you know, I'm not in love with the whole thing. But there are some Red Hot Chili Peppers albums coming up at some point in the timeline mm. here that I do really enjoy and would like us to listen to. Okay. And maybe even some others that I'm not super familiar with, maybe. Mm. And so we'll try. Uh, so, Taylor, we we will get to some Red Hot Chili Peppers for sure. Thanks for the reminder. We've got a message from a Ms. Valerie Johnson she writes in regarding the recent Green Day album for Insomniac. Uh, what was that? A Patreon bonus episode, was it? Man, I, I believe it was. That one was a Patreon bonus album. This album is way better than you guys are giving it credit. That's not true. It's fun and punky and underappreciated. Yes, the singles sound like singles, but you can still enjoy them. The music videos that go with them are great too, especially Stuck With Me. Should watch that while you're high. My personal favorite is Brat, though. Fast and fun, and I just really like it. Also, Mike Dirt's real last name is Pritchard. He got the nickname Dirt because of the sound his bass made when he plucked it. Makes all the sense in the world. Trey Cool's real name is Frank Edwin Wright III. Very fancy and formal. I, I don't know why, you know, I like both Trey boys cool. are cool. Yeah, I like, I like <laughs> Trey He's Cool He's a third. Thank you, Valerie. Appreciate We've got a little message from Jace. Mm-hmm. Jace stopping by. Jace is never fucking nice. <laughs> what, Jerry? He's not a nice person. Yeah, how fucking dare you? Read read what he wrote. Uh, he writes regarding the Throwing Copper album that we just bid for, did from that um, horrific band live. He says, not going to lie, Loved this album front to back throughout the entire 90s. Let the judgment begin. <laughs> um, I mean, he knows. That's a, yeah, he, he says I it. Mean, that's a ridiculous he's, he's thing aware. to say. Oh, well, that was the nicest thing he's ever said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's coming from a place where his tail's between his legs one of my, because he admitted to this sad album. One of my most favorite things ever to put together was throwing that R. Kelly picture on top of Live's Throwing <laughs> Copper album. Very and it's the R. Kelly right from the video of him on the phone. Yeah. And I picked the one last. That shit was wild. My R. mama Kelly. don't scream no calls from me. Uh, we've got one last message from the old Kevin Sullivan. Ah, the Prince of Dark. He writes also regarding throwing copper. Kudos to whoever requested this one. I unironically love this album and listen to it often. Can't wait to hear Joseph and Jerry spew all over it. Yeah. I guess he had not yet listened when I, he wrote I, this one I think one people in. know what we like and knew we wouldn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> man, Bill Stowers, man, you really... I could. You steered us in an 
unexpected direction, I Bill. I don't know his screen name. I would say, like, I was like, hey, man. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> I just Bill at all. just say, like, yo. But to me, Mike Dicka just basically requested a fucking My Little Pony <laughs> album or something. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Mike Dicka. Yeah. Every Dick Butt Kiss comes in. <laughs> Dick Butt Kiss. Mike Dicka, what did How you How great like? is the name Dick Butt Kiss? And the fact that the guy could rip you in half in real life. That is like, the most hilarious fucking name. Dick Butt Kiss came Dick out. Dick Butt Kiss. And he fucking would kill you yeah. for making fun of him. Like, yeah. He got it, man. He had, to be, he had to be tough. Um. All right, guys. Uh, just before I forget. Take a moment, if you would, please, and visit thegrungepodcast.com. All right? On there, you will find links to all of our social media. We try to be fairly active on there, so come join in the fun. You can find a form to drop us an email right from the website there, if you like, if it's convenient. And you should do that. Let us know what you think of the show or some of the albums or Jerry's mishaps or whatever you like, you know. Or Jerry's expert take. Yeah, send us some pics. And of course, there is the all-important link to join our ridiculously awesome Patreon channel over there, where if you were to join right now, Dude, you, gotta hear you the get live album. <laughs> over 900 hours of bonus episodes, I mean, Jesus. which is absurd. It's terrifying. It's absurd. It's, it's, it's a lot of time. So go ahead and, and fall into that wealth of entertainment for just a couple of bucks a month and enjoy yourself. Thank you very much. Shall we... Get on with the show, Jerry. I had no idea we were doing a whole show. Oh, well, listen, let me point out to you. I just, well, got, I just got out of the ER <clears throat> at 3 a.m. today. Yeah. And what am I doing now? And now here you are. What am I doing now? We're doing the podcast. 27 minutes. All right, man. I would have kept that shit shorter if I knew I was going to have to listen to an album. Yeah, I went to the ER. <laughs> That's literally what I our podcast my, I put is, my, I put my hand in a bucket of piss, and I had to go to the ER. I would have said that. Holy Diver is the oh. debut studio album by American heavy metal band Dio, released on May 25th, 1983. Vocalist Ronnie James Dio had just finished his first tenure in Black Sabbath, whose drummer Vinnie Apice he took with him to put together his own band. The roster was completed by his former bandmate from Rainbow, Jimmy Bain on bass, and the young guitarist Vivian Campbell, coming from the new wave of British heavy metal band Sweet Savage. The album was acclaimed by the music press and is the band's most successful effort. This amazing album has been hailed by critics as Dio's best work and a classic staple in the heavy metal genre. The album was certified platinum on March 21st, way back in 1989. All right. Oh, now, I, Jerry, I don't have a couple of things. Yeah. So we're listening to Holy Dive. Mm-hmm. This, is, this and is not a free episode, so this if, is you free. Don't, if you don't subscribe... This is going out to... This is a free, the world we're, we're going to. This is a special bonus for everybody to give them a classic album. And you said you were going to do something funny with this one. <clears throat> yes. So, okay. So the album is what is it? Nine tracks. All right. It's not a very long album. Nine songs, and it is an album that I love so much. I've loved it since the fourth grade. I remember very specifically down to roughly the moment when I realized. I loved it, and we'll talk about that. I, you know, it's what? really heady. Like, like a lot of us yeah. were exposed to classic rock. Yes, you know, you're four years old. I had from, no. I was I, in the fourth grade. Right, in the fourth grade. <laughs> fourth grade. I was listening to Blue Oyster Cult, Blue Oyster Cult, Rolling Stones. Yeah, and you got that's still pretty good for fourth grade. And you got Dio. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. So the what we're doing with this album here's the the one thing that's a little different. So it is nine tracks. And I love this album. Like I said, it's pretty much a fucking perfect hard rock metal album, whatever you want to call it. However, 
the one flaw that I find in the album is a simple tweak of the track listing. I've discussed it on here, I think. I feel that tracks number one and two should be switched in order to make the album flow properly. As it is, the opening track of the album is called Stand Up and Shout. And it starts pretty right away. It comes in fast and furious, rocking. You know, it's a nice start to an album, no doubt. However, track number two is the title track, Holy Diver. And it starts with a very long, you know, relatively long, quiet, fade in a very ethereal, atmospheric, moody intro to the track. If I can interrupt, yes, they leave that out of the radio edit, right? I mean, it uh, probably it's, it's never. Yeah, they probably edit. shorten it or mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. fade it in a little shorter. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. And to me, you come out hard and heavy in that first track, and then there's this awkward lull starting the second track when you're already in it. It gets you in a mood, and then they slow you down. In my opinion, too much. It feels like a not right. And have you if you just switch them, you have that long intro as an intro to the album. And once it's over, it's over. Now it's over. Now you're in the album, you're cooking and the tracks move on and flow appropriately. It's just that the issue of that long chilling intro to an otherwise rocking song for it to start heavy and then go to that feels awkward to me. And tonight I've switched those up to what I think should make for the ideal flow of this album. And so we're going to get into it. Track number one is the aforementioned title track, Holy Diver. I do like this song. Great fucking song. And uh, like I was saying, I remember, so my mom, uh, God rest her soul, she was very into this album. And she would listen to it on occasion. And I don't know what it was. I never really opened myself up to this album. In my mind, for no good reason at all, I, I assigned this one to that's one that my mom likes, even though I liked plenty of stuff that she liked. In fact, at that age, probably most of it, but whatever. For this, whatever reason, this one was hers. And one day, we were on a weird, I don't know if you'd quite call it a vacation, we were in a weird place far away called Snowshoe, Pennsylvania. It's a fucking mountain town, and we were in a truck with a crazy man doing some weird off-road fucking driving. I was terrified. What kind of car was this? It was like a truck, like a pickup truck. Oh, no. I was fucking terrified. Yeah, no suspension. Those things hurt. And my mom had this album in, the cassette deck. Yeah. And at some point, you know, she hit the button and turned it off, ejected the tape. And I was grooving. I liked it in my mind. But I had already told her before, I don't really like that one. But I was liking it. And when she ejected it, I said, whoa, whoa, put that back. I like it. She's like, well, here we go. Yeah, now we're cooking. It. Here we go. Holy diver. So you see, it's a long, quiet intro, right? Let me just hear Dio here for a second. Yeah, my man. If ever there was a righteous fucking front man, this is the guy. Let's just hear this. He, we listen to Humanizer, and his voice has been the same. Like not in a, not a bad way. I'm saying like it's not all. He, he didn't yeah. lose a lot. Oh yeah, he stayed strong. Uh, so yeah, we're off roading. My mom ejects the tape, and I say, "Whoa, whoa, put put that back." And she was like, "Oh, I thought you didn't like this one." I'm like, "Just put it back." 
I didn't want to like admit I like it for yeah, some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah mom. But cool. after that, from that trip forward, it was on. Yeah. There was it was on. There was no turning back. I loved that shit. How did the uh, trip end? Did you get get back on a road or? Uh, we did not die. I really thought the truck was gonna go over backwards. We were like fucking near <laughs> vertical on this fucking incline. I'm a little kid sitting in the front seat. I don't even think I was in a seatbelt. <laughs> nope. And it was terrifying. Bench seat, I was man. seriously scared to death. Ford truck with the blue line going nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Ron. Ron was this man's name. Ron. I remember it. I can't say. I met too many bad Rons. <laughs> His lyrics. Oh, I love this album. I gotta turn myself up a little. I gotta hear that. I gotta hear that. This jam louder. Hear yourself. I gotta hear this jam louder. I, I'm sorry I let out a yell of, of oh no. I just wasn't expecting. I know. Dio. Look, I know some people might have some preconceived notions here. No, but uh, when you when you said when you just said what you said, how this is an emotional album, when you appreciate, I threw all that away. Yeah, I'm going to come out here with. I'm coming at this with an open. No, mind. no kidding around, guys. This is absolutely one of my favorite albums in the world. Mm-hmm. Like this is way up there. But it's it, on my wall right. forever. I love yeah. this album. To know your mother turned you on to it, and one day we'll listen to Tattoo You. But I will. I will have a tattoo. Of the D O D on my body, I will have. One. Oh, you, you should. I'm it's gonna. Get it's one. the first initial of your son's name. It makes sense. I don't give a fuck about that. All right, D O. <laughs> a young Vivian Campbell ripping on the guitar here. Uh, he would later join Def Leppard. Um, you know, he's a he's a known guy in the scene. Def Leppard. He's got that Def Leppard money. Uh, he's got some Def Leppard money. Oh, he, didn't he the, joined. He didn't, you know, uh, he didn't. He wasn't an original member of Def Leppard. He did the. He didn't do fooling. No, no, he did <laughs> That's the he money later. Hysteria. He hysteria. replaced Steve Clark, I guess, in Def Leppard, who died uh, from alcoholism. Jerry, <laughs> just saying. To put a put a bookend on that, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put a put a kibosh on alcohol for quite some time. I'm done with that. It's not even fun anymore. I'm going to get into ketamine. Yeah. <laughs> get some K. Let's try it. They're yeah. doing it. They're doing it like therapeutically now. They ketamine. Yeah, I know. Never tried it. No, it never appealed to me. I, I'm going to go look at the D real fast. Yeah, yeah. Take a look. I'm going to probably just get a solid black one. Holy diver! Come on, Jerry! Yeah! Yeah, All right. D is the Detroit D. That's that's up there. I, I can dig the DOD. And now the album cover itself is a fantastic one, guys. If you're not familiar with it, go take a look at the album cover to Holy Diver. Yeah, it's uh, something from Doom. It uh, it appears with. to many as a demon. Uh, sort of drowning a a chained priest in a uh, you know tumultuous body of water. There's a, isn't there another meaning behind it? Uh, well, as Dio pointed out one day when he was asked about it, he said, "Well, how do you know it's not a priest drowning a demon?" Mm. Which right. is the way I like to think of it. Mm-hmm. He's a wise man, that fucking Ronnie James Dio. Mm-hmm. He's the most just. Mystical, magical, gnarly little motherfucker. I think he was God also damn. fueled by a, a beer. Like he did every, love beer. He every, every, loved a beer. 
I think if I didn't do the whiskey shots, I would have been okay. Make a little old drink on a kill nobody. It's the same old song. You now you see how this song sort of kicks right off. Yeah. I feel it's much better this way. What I like, I like it. I like his aggressive. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, good. He can. He doesn't have to do that. He does that for the song. Listen to that guy. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's he's awesome. We talk about good singers and shit. This, you just don't get much better than this motherfucker. Yeah, this. No, you were right. Because if you come in, this is seems unrelenting. He's fucking cooking on this jam. Yeah, and if you go right into that, that that basically that that trip hop beat. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's soundscape, it's new like, age. Music. You know, I feel like that initial fade in really just sets the yeah. scene, and then bam, now we're in a rocking album, and let's stay there for a while. I think who does? I think Deep Purple does Perfect Strangers. They do a. I always put that with the beginning of Holy mm. Diver. And after, you know, the Kirby Strangers organ. That's a band we don't talk about enough either, though. What? I don't know if you're. Are you a fan of Deep Purple? I like. I don't, give a, I don't give much of a fuck about them. You know, is it because you listen to their music you don't like them, or just? No, I just like. I don't have anything against them. I'm not anti Deep Purple. I just. I've never. That's a band. I've never gone there in like a big way. Right. I, I'm not in love with any. Deep they were Purple when album. I was in Europe. I respect them. When know? I was in Europe, they were they were ahead of a monsters of rock tour. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Deep Purple, Anthrax. <laughs> like yeah. Remember being on those big round like cylinders they'd advertise thing on yeah, things on, and Deep Purple was there. I'm sure Dio did a lot of European touring. The Europeans, or and most of the world actually, is a lot more accepting of metal. Oh, in yeah. this country, Europe has always Europe, been like really Nordic supportive of heavy metal. Right. Really supportive. Where all your black metal comes from. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of it. Where's Arctic Frost from? <laughs> Celtic Frost. Celtic Frost. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, <laughs> Why do I always know what you uh, meant you know what to I mean? say? Because I was about to bring up the album covers, how they look like Spawn, uh, the beginning, the front of Spawn uh, comic books. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, this band's going to rock. Apparently, they play with their back to the audience exclusively. Who does? I think it's Celtic Frost. They do? I've never heard that, but you could be right. I think. I mean, I would never be watching Celtic Frost play, no, so I don't need Celtic, to know. I don't know why I'm thinking. Ask me Celtic Frost. Very it- sad story. So I, I, I might have told all of this. I feel like I've told some of it, maybe. I got to see Dio once, um, and I'm, I'm almost positive it was the last concert I ever saw with my mom. Uh, this was early 2000s I want to say I could I I think that's about right Uh, we're going into the track three now Gypsy God I love this song I love them so much this album is so great I saw Dio once solo band and great set it was Dio in between Motorhead and Iron Maiden that makes sense and what a great show it was Dio was killing it he was a little older by now, of course. But you saw Lemmy. He was killing it. And, oh, yeah. I've seen and, Motorhead and a few Rob times. Alford and, yeah. I mean, that's cool. I mean, think three iconic lead singers, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and then, fast forward. Oh, wait. Let me let me just hear. I love when Dio comes in. So. <laughs> you know you know what's neat about that. And I'm, I'm close with my mother. You know, I mean, there's been times when I say terrible things, but this is what happened in the past. You know, sure. 
but like I'm real close with my mom. Yeah. So that's pretty. But we don't go places together. That's neat that you and your mom were like, oh, you went to yeah. Dio, well, when I was young, Dio. we went yeah. to a million shows together. together. And I remember she like knew about the show or wanted to go to it. And it was like last minute, like we bought the tickets that day or the day before or something. She was like asking me, and I was like, "All right, let's fucking do it. You Fuck know, it, that's let's a go, neat mom." Bond, man. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I was cool. in college at the time. Yeah, that she. You, you're yeah. going with anybody? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was your great. Mom. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, and it was fun because like I saw Maiden with my mom when I was a little little kid. I was ten. Yeah. You know, it was fun. And then so you, fast forward several years, Dio was black back with Black Sabbath, but they were going under the name Heaven and Hell. Iomi had decided to avoid any confusion, whatever. Let's call it Heaven and Hell. Bad move. I wish they never did that. But okay. They made an album that was good, and they were out on tour in support of it. I had a friend who offered me free tickets. Free! To go see this. She worked at the radio station, and she said, I got tickets. They're yours. You want them. I did not go because I wanted to lead by example for my members of my band at that time. And I didn't want to cancel a thing that we already had planned. Not a yeah. show, just we, had, we were recording something or rehearsing or doing something that night. And I didn't want to be the guy that cancels because I never was the guy that canceled for any fucking reason. But you've been a victim of cancellations. Constantly. Constantly. So I wanted to go out of my way to show them, see... Look, guys, we can do this. It's a priority. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be the guy. So I skip out on seeing Dio for the last time that I ever could have seen him because then he dropped dead mm. right after that. And that was it. I missed my last chance to see him for these fucks. Did the band get signed? Did you make a million dollars? No, they're just lazy motherfuckers. <laughs> that sucks. So here that we go. Uh, Gypsy. Dio. Gypsy by Dio. A terribly sad story. Yeah. <laughs> but I at least got to see him once, and that was great. This guy it. weighs heavy in your life, though. He's fucking, he's awesome. I, I love Dio era Black Sabbath as much as I love Ozzy era Black Sabbath, which is a lot. It's a huge compliment. A lot. I love Black Sabbath so much. And yeah, I'm, some people think I'm like shitting on Ozzy because I love the Dio era so much. I'm not. I love the Ozzy no. stuff, most of it. But, you know, the early you, stuff. You get it all the time with Van Halen. People like Hagar sure. over, yeah. over David Lee Roth. Yeah, I like love them, them both. both. The same, you know? Yeah, I love them both. Wow. A lot of uh, fade outs. I love. Well, again, this was 83. It was a little more common, they, maybe. No, they're not also, they're also not extending a song too long, which yeah. I'm into. Next get a track, lot of that. This is Caught in the Middle. And we've been, talking, we've been talking over him lyrically. I know. I, I know I shit on him all the time. <laughs> he, and I don't mean to. It's just, it's just so easy to. He, his lyrics are not bad. And he sings I, them with I conviction. Great. I yeah. put a lot of stock in people who believe. Like, we shit on live. We shit on live. Yes. And rightfully so. Right. However, he believed every fucking thing he was saying or acted like he Listen did. Listen to this man right here. Ed Kowalczyk. Or whatever. There's no half-assing it with this guy. No, dude. <laughs> Just listen to his fucking voice. He's out of control good. I like the time on this, though. The timing. Like, the, the, oh, yeah. The, the, the up and down like this. I don't know what it is. Sometimes I hear some of this music. All I can think of is the Transformers soundtrack. <laughs> you know? Transformers! <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I conjure images from Dio's music, it's like a lot of, like, castles 
and fire off in the distance. Right. And like a, I don't know, a wild moon or a something, you know, just I don't, a black knight on a horse. gnarly shit. A horse yeah, yeah. breathing fire. Yeah, a, a white or a black horse, you know. <laughs> He says he like he's Pinhead from Hellraiser. Now his voice is just so fucking strong. He has such control over it. You would look listening to him. I, I never. You know what? Also, he might be a victim of of, of image. Uh, image. Yes, he image. doesn't look. He's not a. He's not an attractive man. And I think that hurt well, him. I just I I wouldn't even say that. I I actually found him to be kind of a, a handsome man. He's adorable. But, but older Dio, which we it, remember, it, it with went. Lisa. He fell. It came off silly or cheesy, you right. know, or uh, I don't know. Well, he never tried too hard to be cool uh-huh. or like super contemporary or with the times. He had his vibe, and he just fucking leaned into I think it hard. Prejudice towards short people. Well, he was it, quite short. Because everyone, we make fun of Danzig for being little. We make fun of. Of, of this and these people are considered they're lampoon you yeah. know this guy made up for it now. oh yeah listen, he's 17 feet tall with his yeah. <laughs> I will never fault him or, or or take that away from him can I deal with a 17 long a 17 long song album no <laughs> but I can do nine I can do this yeah he was reasonable I was always under the impression we were going to do a, a later album and I just it scared me to death oh, you know? yeah I love oh. this album I've heard I mean I worked in bars I've been to bars, you know. Yeah, right. this Dio for, and Rainbow are big bar albums. These are these guys are big though. Like I would like to say, like I wish they got their just do. They got their just do. It's a platinum album. Yeah, yeah. This is a, this is his debut. Listen to this. I mean, he that's him singing like for real, like not doing that. I got that. Oh yeah! Oh, he's a tremendous singer. Make no mistake, this dude's voice—you you fucking whoever you are out there—you wish you could <laughs> sing like this man. <laughs> like really. Also, Vinny Apice on the drums—he's maybe my favorite drummer. Mm. Like he's high up on the list. He's without a, without even a thought of who's in there. He's in the top five. Neil Peart. I don't give a fuck about Neil. You Pert. don't like everyone. I'll, I'll take Vinny over Neil Pert every day of the week. It's mm. not even close. Neil, and I've heard his name said several. If I want a crazy, busy, proggy, technical drummer, I'm taking Danny Carey. Somebody like that. Shit's on Neil Pert for me. For you. For me. Yeah. I appreciate Neil Pert. I'm not saying he's not a great drummer. Obviously, mm-hmm. obviously, he is a monster drummer for that genre. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not my favorite thing, and of that thing, he's not my favorite one. But he is awesome. No right. shitting on Neil Pert. Yeah, no. But this dude, Vinny Apice. He is my kind of fucking drummer. This is don't don't talk, don't to, talk strangers. to strangers. Who are you? Oh yeah, listen to this. Don't talk to strangers, cause they're only there to do you harm. I have to talk to strangers. Don't in starlight, <laughs> cause the words may come out. I have. I do a. Hold on here, Jerry. All right, I'll let it go. All right, come on. Lacks a little imagination. There. This is great. 
Why not? Right. Be a sexless, non-flowering, smelling motherfucker. Let's go. Don't talk to strangers. Yeah. Sort of how I make my living, though. Let me tell you, on YouTube, if you if you look around, you can find a couple of the tracks from this album of just the vocal tracks, just Dio's vocals, acapella. I think Holy Divers out there and maybe one or two others at least. And it's fucking amazing to hear just his raw fucking vocal track on these jams. He's a killer. He has to fight through this. Yeah, he is a killer. This Some one I think is a gummies. little self-indulgent. Rocker. Yeah, the music's good. But like, come on, sniff some flowers. Women will only bring you down. Not all strangers do you harm. I met a bunch of great strangers yesterday who helped me live. <laughs> and now I'm not dead because of them. Really? Because of them? Because of them. Left to my own devices, I would have said, please take me. Lord Jesus, I'm done. Now, can you at least take my advice and we'll try heroin? <laughs> There's your t-shirt, guys. <laughs> take my advice. Try heroin. <laughs> Grungepodcast.com. <laughs> I would definitely do some heroin to this. <laughs> this album, Agent Doors, maybe that blue magic. I did not think I'd be listening to this. This dude is killing it on the guitar, too, right? And Vinny. Like, Jesus Christ, this band is good as fuck. (laughs) You are gushing over this band. Like, it's Pearl Jam. I love it so much. This is, I've never heard, I thought Pearl Jam would only be like, when I know a Pearl Jam album's coming up, I'm waiting for like, (laughs) just, just, just basically being. Just, just a money shot at me the whole time. Like, oh, I love Pearl Jam. I love. Pearl. I wish you were Pearl Jam. Yeah, it is. I've never. You are. Gushing. Can you imagine you like, if you were Pearl Jam? Oh my God, oh the show would be so much better. Be, yeah, we. If any one of us was Pearl Jam, yeah, people would listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of what's happening. Why can't now? you be Pearl Jam? Why can't you be Pearl Jam? Or at least Oasis. Jerry? You should be Oasis at least. Or Puya. Come on, man. When women get with Dio, they're the ones who have to go down. That's right. Wendy Dio, get down there. Is there, what's her, is there Wendy Dio? Yeah, his wife, Wendy Dio. She handles now the whole Dio, Wendy Dio. estate. You know, just his legacy like, is handled by Wendy. I just, I don't, a I book is, has just come out or is just coming Ronnie. out like a novelization of Holy Diver. Like literally, a giant like a, a fictional... fantasy novel based on... This album. What's happening here? Yeah. Is this is this a theme album? Is this a... I, it's not like a concept album. Right. I don't believe there's any you know continuous storyline running through it. I don't, I don't know this love guy. Love a concept album. Yeah, yeah. This guy um, took it upon himself. I guess I don't know. Well, I'm not really interested in it, but I saw it. Well, out there. Looking at the album cover, you yes, would say right. like, yeah, oh, yeah. there's there's a story here. This I like is, what's going on here. This is straight through the heart. Shout, shout at the devil. 
No cherry. Come on. <laughs> We're going to listen to that one, too. I don't mind that. Great album. I don't mind that at all. I, I One of the few times... I actually paid to see Motley Crue. Yeah? I like Motley Crue. Here we go. Damn, he's good. I, I said earlier, lyrically, I thought he was like tops. I, I don't know. It's self... It's, it's real... It's funny. It's sort of funny sometimes. He, he's not like he doesn't write in like a super grounded no it's type fantasy. of way. You yeah. know, he's very mystical. That's just his right. deal. People think about it. Led Zeppelin did that well. A bit, yeah. They yeah, they right. did a bit of that. They were very good at being magic. I think with his conviction and these like lyrics that he could say it's cheesy. It's what uh, you could say it's cheesy. And Barry people's first yeah, sure. concept, her first like listen. It's like, ah, yeah, some people are not going to get into it, but yeah. if you're cool, you can get into it. <laughs> you know, if you're not like a dork. Well, I like I like funny music. I mean, I wouldn't say this is funny, though. Sort of funny. Is it? I, I think they're all sort of funny. Yeah. Don't smell flowers. I don't mean, br- don't talk to them. Like, bring it down. It comes off differently when you say it. <laughs> yeah. Don't smell flowers. I mean, it's badass, but, you know, like wearing too much leather, badass. Bass player, he's got something going here. Oh, yeah, Simple, dude. it's easy. These guys are awesome. A lot of driving, a lot of beat. Yeah, I like this. Vinny Apice just has this just lumbering, thunderous vibe on the drums. Like, man. And I love his fills. He just does a lot of these rolls. I really yeah. like it, man. It's like how I like, uh, you, you told me what it was bass walk ups. Like, yeah, yeah. in the middle of it. I like the like the right to one or the other. And this guy's he's got something. It's just so nice to hear something unique. Like ska. Like we listen to No Doubt. And I like you know, it was okay. But <laughs> that was like, unfortunate. It, it, it isn't the best ska album you're ever gonna hear you're ever gonna hear, if there is one. I mean it might be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 again, I say I endorse mustard plug, that's the band. Right. I'm good with that. It's one ska band I know. And then we listen to live, which was sort of like we think it was adult contemporary. Right. It's good to hear this is good to hear something unique waking me up, snapping me back out, actually walking me into sobriety. Yeah. Thank you, Ronnie. A fellow short man. Take him by the hand, because I have to go down on him. Yeah. <laughs> Stay through the heart, man. Take it away, Vivian Campbell. Not traditionally a man's name. True. He was real young at this time, too. Real young. He, he, yeah. It's a bit of a, a prodigy, perhaps. Ginger Baker. Not considered a traditional. Nah, I don't give a fuck about Ginger Baker. Sort of a prick. I watched his documentary on Oh, yeah. He's a wild motherfucker. Yeah, he's, he's, he's real, like, opinionated mm. about everyone. He's a real asshole oh, yeah. about oh, it. Oh, yeah. He's cranky. Huh. I don't know. He is, I mean, you don't want to say that about redheads, usually. You want to say, like, uh, you don't want to lend them to their standard reputation, but... Yep. Yeah, man, he, he has no soul. <laughs> Vinny on the drums. I want to throw a lightning bolt to that. I want to I want to throw a lightning bolt to this song. <laughs> I want to do something. Electrokinesis. Yeah, come on, listen to this. I'm gonna kick over a hobo fire. Get <laughs> over. There's a ball of flame everywhere. Let's go. Dude, I would be a little motherfucker jumping on my bed 
like listening to this jam, like freaking out, singing into like my fucking ruler or something, you know, just whatever, you know. Dangerous shit. Yeah. I don't know why I went right to somebody falling mouth first on a ruler. I don't. That's, <laughs> that's so. They always go negative. Jerry. Super, I was having a great time. That is super negative. <laughs> Came out unharmed. I was amazed at myself on that thought. Ooh, coming up next, Invisible. There's gonna be every song. Gonna be, oh shit! This is a great song. Look, you can tell already. Oh, dreamy. Listen to this. I like dreamy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so anthemic. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking around in these guys. Dio really, man, he can weave a tail. Batman, especially some of his Sabbath era shit. Oh my god. What's this song about? Uh, this is about becoming invisible. Oh. <laughs> he cannot do that. A little effect. A sexless woman oh, shit. holding a chalice of truth. Goddamn, son. What does the virgin have to do with it? Does the virgin come back? One way to find out here, Jerry. I hope. Uh, maybe she makes love. Well, wait, what? How old is the woman? 27. She's 27 years old, thank God. Bunch of motherfuckers. And a man. Oh god, this song is good as fuck. So she's 27, he's 18. I don't know, Jerry. I'm just trying to figure it out what's going on. Don't here. focus on the age. Well, I want to, because I don't want to like a song about a 13-year-old girl losing her virginity. It's not happening. Alright, yeah, thank God. I'm invisible with children! Ooh, I like that noise. I've always liked that noise. Eddie Van Halen could do that noise very well. The eruption noise. <laughs> it's the best song on the album so far. Yeah, as far right. as I'm concerned. Yeah. I like this one. I might listen to this on the way home. Vivian killing it once again. There it is. That. This album, I feel, is Vivian Campbell's finest moment of his career really where, where do you have a, any other shining examples I mean, he's been, he, yeah he's played on a bunch of other he played with Dio some other stuff joined Def Leppard you know done a few things but to me he's just on fire right here <laughs> Def Leppard's noise is static they have a definitive sound I don't think yeah. he could do what he's doing here on that no
Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to leave. Gonna leave here. I love when bands say get out, sit down. Like Genesis had a bunch of songs about getting out and sitting down. You know, <laughs> yeah. like Home by the Sea. You know, I, I can't think of the other one, Get Out. I'm trying to think about other things. It might have all been Home by the Sea. One can never tell. But I like being told to leave. Yeah. Yeah. You never touch me. You never see me again because I just become unseen. Ah, Jerry. Just with the fury inside this little man. I will open, oh my my, God. open my mouth and say, I can't breathe. Please call an ambulance. <laughs> I can't do what he does. No. Oh, so few people ever can. It was Sebastian Bach. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is what I'm, this an elite. reminds me of that. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Um, Sebastian's nowhere near the age that Dio was when he finally passed away and had to stop performing and everything. Mm-hmm. And Dio at the end was better off than Baz is now. I'll tell you that. I've not heard anything recent. Oh, here we I go. know this Rainbow song. in the Dark. Yeah, of course. This is one of the most, I'd say, best known tracks from Dio. You put Rainbow in this it. This one it, it and Holy to, Diver. It, well, it had to be good. Yeah. yeah, yeah Rainbow. It's Rainbow band, in the you Dark. Know? Yeah, there's a reason. Riff. Yeah, there's a reason this is safe. And as keyboard work, yeah. it's perfect. What a great riff. Oh, I forgot this was on here. I love this song so much. That's not bullshit or verbally. I do like this song. Like, Rainbow in the Dark and Man on the Silver Mountain are my two favorite Dio songs ever made. It's, anth- it's anthemic. It has the right amount of balls. It's not cheesy. It's like, oh, I want to get up and do something. <laughs> get me out of my hospital gown, bitch. I'm leaving. <laughs> I quit smoking, but there was a guy in the ER who left the window open, and he kept on saying, I'm going to go out for a smoke. He's like, sir, you can't. You can't go out. We'll go out for a smoke. All right, Keith, we'll go out with you. I don't know who Keith was, but he's one of the orderlies that had to sit with this guy in a robe just watching him smoke. I was like, thank God. I don't do that anymore. Mm. Supreme riff. Really is. We have generally the same type of taste in music. It's funny. Like we, yeah. if we don't like something, it's obviously we don't both. There's none of it. <laughs> yeah. Very rarely do we ever be like, I like this. I I hate this. Right, right. I think I think the only thing was Skid Row, where I was super <laughs> upset about it. But like, we we do tend to just tend to agree. And I wanted, I was gonna shit on this. Then you said the story about your mom. I'm like. I'm going to work on it. And I'm glad I kept an open mind, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I, fuck, this was on there. If I shit on this and I don't want to listen to this, I'm going to leave. And I forgot Rainbow in the Dark. Oh, my God, I kicked myself. 
Vivian Campbell once again getting yeah. cooking. Rainbow in the Dark. You can play this on a system. You want good speakers with this. <laughs> you don't want to hear this on tinny, where most people did hear tinny truck speakers. You know, four four speaker thing, yeah. each small little tweeters. <laughs> What's this little motherfucker going for it? Are they all little? Uh, yeah. These people are all small. <laughs> Vinny's a pretty full-size guy. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I'm not sure about Jimmy Bay. Little people are full-size, too. Well, Dio's full-size. Okay, you're not going to address it, but I think it's more little people prejudice. Love this, Jerry. This is fucking rock and roll thunder right here. Just packing, not trying to be badass here. Yeah, man. Like he can say, "Feel the magic" in the middle of like a heavy metal song, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like he knows how to do well, it. Do you think that? I mean, he's how long was he in the game at this point? Forever. He was like 13, 15 years before this. Oh, you know? yeah. I mean, he'd been at it for so long. He dealt with. He had bands before he was in Sabbath. Before right. he had a band called Elf. Yeah, I think psychedelic music, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, rock. Yeah, I mean, he was an older gentleman, older guy who threw, who lived through Chuck Berry, the Beatles. Yep. I mean, so like, he's got a healthy appreciation of artistry. Oh yeah, he was a true artist, really. I mean, in the fullest sense, he was old school. You know, you didn't ever have to worry about his deal on auto tune. No motherfucker, he's a bad motherfucker. Always was. And we're hearing backing vocals, but it's only him. Yeah. Like, he does his own. Yes. I, how do you have a backing vocalist yeah, in, good luck. Con- in live? You've done it live. You've seen him live. Does he have backing vocals? Or do the other band members uh, kick I in? I don't know. No, I don't know if any the other guys might step up and do a little, you know, it's important. a little backing vocal, maybe, but I don't know. It's like, they said Cheryl Crow was a lead singer. It was a backup singer for, uh, no, was it? Bunch of people she was. Yeah, Michael yeah, Jackson. Michael Jackson. And I'm like. Uh, last song. Last really? one. Really? This, this blew by. Yep. Shame on the Night. Let's get this. Ooh, this some Scooby Doo shit right here. Yeah, listen to this vibe. It was Dio all along. See, this has got a fucking seventies throwback feel right here. It's Curtis Mayfield. Oh, well, that's yeah. gone. <laughs> Come on, Vinny. Why do I picture a woman in fishnet stockings and red heels walking towards me? Because you're a weirdo. I, 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 I picture it. Please put on fishnets for me, Joseph. No. <laughs> I'll call you daddy then. I'm sure you will. You <laughs> stole. You know what? We're doing all of this yeah. in the middle of everything, and, and thank you for having me and for this for one of your favorite albums. I do take, I do see it as a privilege, and I can't help but wonder maybe all this shit's happening to me for a reason. You know, little things like crashing into cars and shit like that. Yeah. Have you consulted the candle? Have you cursed me? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go into why I think that. <laughs> you are a cult leader, and I'm That's curious. Right. Is if you are sending? You hear him just talk about the magic flame? 
Did you consult the magic flame? Are you right. sending the magic flame at me? I want to get your ass in line, Jerry. I won't have to. I won't. I'm tired of being cursed by you Start and your whore. Right. Fucking hive mind is trying to kill me. <laughs> That's a good, reasonable thought. Now. <laughs> it is. I got to get out of here. Some sort of notebook. Come on, listen notebook. What the fuck, notebook? Great. This is a Scooby Scooby Doo Exchange sample, man. I'm sorry. That's awesome. It's so cool. <laughs> you can feel that stoner rock vibe in it. Hell yeah. Like I'd like to hear a whole song of just this. <laughs> That's what this is. No, no, no. He's gonna do just that. this riff. He's gonna get into something else real okay. fast in a minute. Mm. Yeah. Parliament almost. <laughs> oh Jesus! There it goes again. <laughs> right out the window. <laughs> They go back to that riff, but he adds the chugs in there. I love when songs do that, when they add... Uh, what song did... What album did we just listen to? I think Nine Nails did that well, but yeah. I think where they would add different things for each stand, like for each segment of the song. Oh, what the hell was that? Listen to that. When he says knife like that, holy Green. fuck. Green Day did it. With that, uh, Nick, oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I, know Nick, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you wish you had that that sound effect on, on like, like whenever you wanted it? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, nice pick scrape. Like something fucking badass. I do you know? love a pick scrape. Mm-hmm. Thank God you know about this. I've been calling it that thing the whole time. That thing. <laughs> oh, it's when you scrape your pick yeah. along the string. People don't do it is. enough. Yeah. This goes out with just this, which just like, yeah. yeah, that's what they're doing. I mean, I, it's tough. This might be my favorite song in the album. <laughs> Rainbow in the Dark or this? Oh, yeah, let's do that? What is that? Little, is that a orchestra? Is that chorus behind him? Oh. Yeah, this is how it should go out. Dio, what an album. Mm. What a fucking album, Jerry. I love it. It's one of my favorites in the whole fucking universe. Right. One of the greatest. Mm. That's it. It's obviously yeah, an A. Do it's we, an A plus. Uh, need, it's perfect. A plus. I, yeah. It went from a, a you know a, a B plus to that last part, and it was a, a good structure. It's three three or four songs I could really groove out to. I'll probably listen to again. Yeah. And I, you know, we talk about well, I talk about a lot. Like I'm not gonna listen to this album ever again. You know, I just won't. You know, it is what it is. I'll hear this again. I will hear this. I will hear this once I go back to the bar life. I'll hear it once I. (laughs) Jesus. No, but I'll hear it. I'll hear it again. 
And so with that, you know, you, I mean, I'm, I want to say a B plus. I mean, I'm, I'm wavering again. If it was like, if it was an A, I would listen to it on my own. Yeah. But now that I have to be reintroduced into it, maybe I have to re-listen to it. Like I do, you know, this is a weird one, an album like this for me, because I obviously have so much nostalgia and Mm -hmm. just things attached to it like that. It's so just, uh, a visceral, like emotional response uh, uh, related to this album. But when I sit here, you know, I don't listen to this album every week, you know, I'll go a while between listening to this album and I sit here and listen to it first time in a little while. And I don't know, it just sounds real fucking good to me. (laughs) Like, you know, I, I, I can pick it apart and I'm listening. I'm hearing these players fucking killing it the whole time. Vinny Apice again, one of my favorite drummers. And this is a big reason why, of course, other albums too. Uh, Vivian Campbell, who I'm not really a a big Vivian Campbell fan. I don't follow him in that way. I'm not enticed to check out an album if I hear Vivian Campbell's the guy on it. Like, I don't give a fuck. But he was on fire on this whole album. And obviously Dio doing his thing in what's got to be the prime of his life, the prime of his singing voice. I mean, he sounds, whether you like his style or not, his voice couldn't be fucking stronger. It's rich. Like, he is just righteous as fuck oh, yeah, man yeah, yeah we do again we, we talk about a lot of it he has range and yeah he can move and when he so when he sang that one but he did sing like a real like oh, like like something you'd hear in a in a in a in a in a, in a chorus or something like oh, oh and he didn't have any of that nah fuck yeah. yeah woman we make we make fun of that <laughs> woman you know we do that all the time he yeah. he can do that but it sounds real yeah and anyway, i think the one knock on him is that it's sort of it's mystical and he just yeah he, but, that's and, the thing and, some people are not going to be into that mm, and it's he never, just a thing and he never it looks like, and from what we saw, Rainbow. Rainbow just put, when you look at their album covers, much like Dia, this album cover, there was a lot of ornate look to it. They weren't on, they weren't on the front of the cover. You right. Know? And it, it, he, there was never anything. When you saw, you heard this song, and this is back before like the internet, you could look people up. When you heard it, you heard all this, and then you saw them, and you're like, ah, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Ronnie, you know, in his early days, I forget the name of the group, but he was in basically like a, like a, it was a four, probably four guys, four or five guys, like a doo-wop, fucking like vocal group mm-hmm. he was like know. it was like he was like little ronnie dio with his little <laughs> bouffant hairdo you know traveling like through, handsome as fuck travel- black and white you know it was old but traveling through that type that's such a journey yeah to go from the basically the genesis of what is rock and roll absolutely to to actually taking it to the limits yeah that's pretty admirable yeah. Here's, this is a this is a possible hot take for some people people talk about you know, we get into the genres, the names of genres, you know, grunge, this and that. And heavy metal, of course, is a thing. And we talk about we talk about the birth of heavy metal. And Black Sabbath is a band that's often credited for being amongst the very first, if not the beginning of heavy metal. Uh, people say that about the beginning of Black Sabbath. And I get where that comes from. And I'm kind of on board, you know, maybe. But I kind of maintain that when Black Sabbath got started and on through several of their early records, they were pretty obviously to me at their core, a blues rock band. That's what they were. They literally were a blues band called Earth and then transitioned into the first Sabbath album and and so on. And they were a blues rock band, particularly the way Ozzy approached doing his vocals in those songs and the types of riff they used and all that. I would argue that Black Sabbath didn't become a heavy metal band until Dio joined the band. I think Heaven and Hell, 1980, the first album with Dio, is when Black Sabbath became a heavy metal band. 
that's when they started to take on more of what we attribute to heavy metal bands. And a lot of that is Dio's lyrics and his type of delivery and the type of things they started doing and the muscles they could flex with Dio that they could never do with Ozzy. Ozzy was limited. And 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 uh, Tony Iommi, of course, the great Iommi from Black Sabbath, he you know, basically says as much, and I know, I know for sure. He won't say it in exactly these words, but it's been made clear. If Iommi had his choice, he would always have Dio. He prefers being able to have Dio in the band because they're, they, they can do more. They can just do more, you know? Uh, and again, I do not say this to shit on Ozzy. I love Ozzy. I love Ozzy era Sabbath. Those first bunch of Ozzy albums in Black Sabbath are so great. And I love some Sabbath, some, uh, some Ozzy solo albums too. No Rest for the Wicked, um, Diary of a Madman. I love these fucking albums. And tons of other great stuff in there too. Ultimate Sin, No More Tears. There's a ton of great shit. So not a knock on Ozzy. I'm just saying on a singer for singer level, Dio crushes most humans. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just the way it is. And this is a great album. So fuck you guys. <laughs> they didn't do anything. I don't yet. know. I'm just, you know, you just in case, <laughs> preemptively. You know, fuck you guys. Uh, Jerry, listen, uh, you stop drinking. I am. I love you. I love you. Glad you're alive still. Thank you. Uh, you're going to give me $75 now for this. What? Everybody, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. Don't be a square. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.